स्वाती द रियल पल स्वाती द परफेक्ट बैलेंस स्वाती द ब्यूटी ऑफ रिलेटिंग अ वाइज मैन ऑलवेज अंडरस्टैंड्स द डेप्थ एंड ब्यूटी ऑफ स्वाति नक्षत्र अ वुमन बॉर्न ऑन स्वाति इज अ ब्लेसिंग अ गॉडेस एंड अ मैन बॉर्न ऑन स्वाति इज अ लवली ह्यूमन बींग बींग ह्यूमन इज द मोस्ट अपीलिंग स्लोगन फॉर स्वाति नक्षत्र बींग्स इट इज इंडीड अ रियल पर्ल स्वाति हैज ऑलवेज बीन अ स्पेशल नक्षत्र that dwells in the neighborhood of wise intelligent men and women it resides in a high class locality of intellectuals it is not a nakshatra that belongs to the lower class but to the higher class when i say high class i mean high values deep understanding and compassionate heart Swati has all of it. Winning or success comes only when you show a certain quality, a certain class. Show class, have pride, display character. Winning will take care of itself. Your words, your comments, your reactions simply show your class and when it comes to swati nakshatra the natives are quite sophisticated having a balanced perspective towards matters of life in general a matured native will never pass or post a comment that makes no sense or is offensive by nature instead he will balance his act by choosing the right words at the right time That's what the western pandits address as emotional intelligence. An emotional intelligent person always stays balanced. Always remember never deny or suppress your emotions but just discover for yourself what it takes for you to handle your emotions and stay balanced. Balance is one word that Swati nakshatra loves a lot. But when Rahu comes in Swati, the native becomes obsessed in finding balance in life. And the irony is that they think that they are balancing well, but that is their illusion, Rahu. And the reality is something else. Rahu in Swati simply miss to find balance in life and that creates many miseries in their life always keep in mind the paramount importance of living a balanced life with emphasis on nurturing strong friendships and family ties while still doing the things that you find rewarding for reasons other than mere monetary income natives born on swati nakshatra are indeed beautiful souls they have a certain aura of intellectualism around them they love to read books 
they love to read poems they are avid readers as well as also good writers rahu in swati is a perfect relaxing placement for rahu in adra nakshatra rahu is communicating trying to build relations in swati nakshatra rahu is successful in building relationships doing good business cracking the deals so that money flows in while in shatabisha nakshatra rahu is all set to enjoy the profits benefits of his hard work that is communicating establishing contacts adra and succeeding in forming relationships establishing business swati so you see swati is the middle ground the actual point of manifestation of relationships business deals and public support men and women having beneficial planets in swati do well in life because swati is indeed a blessed star a wise man always perceives swati nakshatra with high regards rahu in swati brings obsession towards forming relationships obsession towards sex many women and many men with rahu in swati try to perfect the art of love making love making is also an art and someone as artistic as rahu in swati knows very well on how to enact the art of love making sex indeed is the most important subject for these natives but they are not vulgar they love to do sex in an artistic way in a romantic way romance rahu in swati native are very romantic by nature they want more and more romance in life people in general relate the word romance with love but the english dictionary defines the word romance as adventure and so when you have a rahu in swati and by chance if you fall in love and there is a strong yoga of love marriage in your horoscope and there are many challenges to overcome before you marry the love of your life then such a rahu swati native goes all the way he may risk his life he may go against the whole society he may not bother about his status because he perfectly understands the fact that when you love you simply love the dashingness the courage the willing to go all the way just to marry the love of their life comes naturally to a rahu in swati native because they like a life of romance and adventures it is a possibility that james bond may also have had a rahu in swati nakshatra well that was on a lighter note rahu in swati often is labeled as a man who is always in search of a woman he just loves women 
he wants to romance as many women as he can and that makes him a perfect womanizer you can say that woman is his weak point the man who says my name is bond james bond goes weak in his knees when he stumbles upon a sexy good looking woman woman anyhow is the weak point of every man though in case of rahu in swati natives a woman is indeed the weakest point in their life the natural tendency to get attracted to opposite sex and to have intimate relation with the opposite sex is quite intense in these natives however it is also interesting to know that opposite sex also gets quickly attracted towards these natives women find rahu in swati men quite appealing and so forming relationship which is the primary mission of rahu in swati becomes an easy ride for these natives sex is necessary in fact there are many men and women who remain as a married couple but sleep separately and then there are men or women who simply keep running like a horse in a race trying to gain more money more status but when it comes to sex they have no answer there is no sex in their life and then they keep visiting all temples and astrologers asking why my life is miserable why i feel lost why i feel stagnated in my life the answer is simple you have forgotten or rather ignored the basic need of your physical body the sexual need your body is hungry for sex but your ignorant mind has kept your body starving while you keep roaming around the town asking for help nobody is going to help you and nobody is going to tell you the truth because we are living in an idiotic hypocrite society which instead of telling you to address the sexual hunger of your body will give long lectures on how it is good that you have had no sex for last many years this is the whole idiotic state of our society where priests have been condemning sex sex has become more and more attractive because of its condemnation by priests the general myth is that whosoever avoids sex is considered as a saint though his body may be going through intense sexual starvation it is funny that what is alive you ignore and what is dead you worship sex is very much alive we are born out of sex how can we condemn sex how can you go on ignoring sex the answer is simple because you have been following your mind and the mind becomes the priest the mind goes on condemning sex the mind becomes the moralizer the mind becomes the puritan the mind becomes the priest the mind goes on condemning all that is alive the mind goes on condemning and all that is dead the mind goes on worshiping and sex is the most alive thing in you because life comes through it you are born through it you can give birth 
through it wherever there is a life aliveness sex is the source you cannot condemn the source of life but that is what you do and then you ask why i feel lost why my life seem to be dead you are not letting your body have sex and a starving body will only create more issues in your life than otherwise that is how sex scandals are seen in many ashrams and many babas and so called spiritual beings fall prey to sexual attraction because separation is dangerous a little movement and the bomb can explode leading you to many sexual scandals rahu in swati natives should never starve themselves they should get married or else have satisfying sexual relationships sex can give you the answer to what the reality of life is because sex is the most alive thing in you mind is the most dead thing in you and sex is the most alive thing in you that is why mind is always against sex and mind is always for suppressing it they are enemies mind is a dead thing and sex is the life force they go on fighting and whenever you move into sex the mind feels frustrated and the mind says this is wrong do not move into it again there are men and there are women who just do lip service meaning they keep chanting the name of the lord when inside their mind the thought of sex is always lurking what is the use of such lip service you are just fooling yourself why do we have many sex perverts in this human society you know why because these men and women are simply starving they don't do sex they either condemn sex or they just don't get the sexual pleasures that they expect and then such sex perverts are born rahu in swati if is denied sexual pleasures then many sex perverts are born with rahu in swati and when sex fails or sex is absent in your life then many perversions happen to the mind these perversions are expressed in hatred hatred is a failure of sex a failure of love energy violence lust for money the continuous conflicting attitudes of egos war politics these are all sex perversions religion creates sexual perversions because religion goes on condemning blocking putting many hurdles on your way that you simply give up the idea of sex you go on suppressing your sexual needs and that is how one day a great sexual pervert is born a perfect creation of so called religious hypocrite society one of the most fundamental things to be always remembered is that we are living in a hypocrite society it is interesting to note that psychologists consider love as a foreplay that initiates you into the actual act of sex psychologists say that love is nothing but a foreplay to sex they are right because they have no other specimen to study they study you and then they come to conclude that love is nothing but a foreplay 
just creating a situation in which sex can happen nothing else so when sex has happened love disappears it is just like when you feel hungry you gravitate towards food and look at food with enchanted eyes but when your hunger is satisfied you look away from the food all the enchantment is lost this is a very realistic view of the love that the society or the common man knows of love simply plays as a lubricating agent that gets you into the act of sex and when sex is satisfied the husband moves to his own side of the bed and goes to sleep he is finished all the enchantment is gone it will come again only when he feels a type of hunger psychologists say that love is nothing but a foreplay just a mannerism and they are right because they do not know any other type of man rahu in swati natives naturally do well in enacting the foreplay and so sex is always good though the thought that whether love is possible without sex always remains as a puzzle in their mind which rarely they are able to solve in reality when you love someone very deeply then sex takes a back seat because sex has limitations as long as you are physically fit you can have sex but when body becomes old when sexual organs cannot perform then it is only love that can keep you and your partner bonded bonded with love if you go on loving a person deeply by and by sex disappears intimacy becomes so fulfilling that there is no need for sex love is enough unto itself rahu is the other word for demand the moment you meet a demanding person you should be alert that you are interacting with a rahuish person a demanding person is the most idiotic person and it is always advisable that you try to keep yourself as disconnected with them as possible it is good to love someone but the moment you start becoming demanding you have killed the very essence of love because love blossoms only in that person's life who is not demanding the moment love becomes attachment love becomes a relationship the moment love becomes demanding it is a prison it has destroyed your freedom you cannot fly in the sky you are encaged the real lover will never demand the real seeker will never demand the conscious being one who is living with consciousness will never ever demand less evolved souls ignorant foolish beings always go on demanding and that brings more miseries in their life than otherwise rahuish men and women are too demanding and that is one of the many reasons for their miseries their frustrations and depressions demanding men and demanding women are never content because they never accept what life provides with a sense of gratitude if we are always demanding something out of life then we will never be content 
but if we accept life as it is then we will know contentment rahu in swati is demanding in relationships and especially when it comes to sex and emotions swati brings emotional intelligence but rahu in swati simply damages this emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence is about finding balance in managing your emotions and rahu simply doesn't have the word balance in his dictionary the primary reason that stops rahu in swati native from becoming a star performer is their inability to show emotional intelligence emotional intelligence more than any other factor more than the iq or expertise accounts for 85% to 90% of success at work iq is a threshold competence you need it but it doesn't make you a star emotional intelligence can emotional intelligence is missing in rahu swati natives and the sooner they understand what is emotional intelligence the better for them emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and others and your ability to use this awareness to manage your behavior and relationships libra and moreover swati is very much able to recognize and understand emotions in themselves and others and are also good in managing relationships but rahu in swati spoils the game the person becomes too emotional in relationships and impulsive by nature resulting in sudden breakups and many personal setbacks in life emotional intelligence is when you restraint from reacting but a rahu in swati native is quick to react and this impulsive nature of reacting brings many miseries in their personal life especially in relationships always remember you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you true power is sitting back and observing things with logic true power is restraint if words control you that means everyone else can control you breathe and allow things to pass rahu in rahu's nakshatra that is in swati precisely brings great importance to the placement of venus in the ascendant chart rahu simply follows the orders of venus and so the ultimate result depends on whether the venus in the chart is in good positive state or a negative state swati rules the chest and rahu in swati can lead to problems in chest especially during old age when you breathe the breath has to go deep in your heart but people breathe shallow because when breath goes deep it excites the sex center you become more sexual that is how many spiritual practitioners in the beginning during their spiritual penance face this common problem 
that is increase in sexuality out of fear of sexuality people don't breathe because when you breathe deeply your breath goes exactly to the sex center and hits it massages it from the inside excites it because you have been taught that sex is dangerous each child starts breathing in a shallow way hung up just in the chest when you are on the path of spiritual journey it is a natural development because the energy is in the sex center you just have to be more aware conscious the increased sexual energy will channelize on its own towards the upward direction as you remain committed towards the master as you remain devoted towards the holy lord obsession with partnerships dealerships negotiating diplomacy and socializing are some of the common traits of a rahu in swati rahu in swati always is trying to appease others and so buttering the boss to get promotion or buttering a woman to get her is something that these natives passionately indulge in the main reason for the miseries in their life is primarily because they live under the wrong assumption or illusion that it is only when they make others happy that they can remain happy the reality of matter is that it is not that when you make others happy you will be happy it is when you yourself are happy that you can make others happy don't live your life to please other people because the only person you should please is yourself if your own self is not satisfied you can't make others happy when you go on submitting to the demands of others you forget the fact that demands never end if you give in to one demand then the same person will come up with second demand and that is how you become a puppet you lose control of yourself you lose control over your life you simply become a silly person who thinks that by living to the demands of others and making others happy you will be happy and that is indeed suicidal and dangerous always remember by focusing on the outside by making others happy you cannot find happiness because happiness is an inside job happiness starts with you not with your relationships not with your job not with your money not with your circumstances but with you Rahu in Swati does make you an extrovert person a person who is too much focused on the outside and when you depend much on the outside when outside situations drive you then your happiness is short lived because the outside situations always keep changing the whole message to my fellows especially to my close followers having rahu in swati is start focusing within turn inwards and realize the fact that you have the power to control your mind and not the situations on the outside you have power over your mind not on the outside events realize this and you will find the strength 
Rahu in Swati simply shows that the desire has always been towards turning on and these natives do well materially they prosper they earn good fame good properties but what about happiness what about wisdom what about peace of mind what about experiencing the joy within the answer to all these questions is only found when you stop turning on and start turning in and that's ketu rahu will always push you to turn on ketu will always encourage you to turn in the whole story of human life is caught up between rahu turning on and ketu turning in that is why the ancient seers have held rahu and ketu with high regards because these two can either make or break your life reminds me of a beautiful story the buddha story once it happened a very learned astrologer was walking on the river shore when he stumbled upon certain footprints of a man the learned astrologer quickly realized that his footprints are not of an ordinary man all his life the astrologer have been reading many scriptures and the scriptures mentioned about certain signs that exist in the feet of a man who rules the world a chakravarti a ruler of all the six continents and the astrologer saw in the footprints all the symbols so clearly that he could not believe his eyes either all his scriptures were wrong and he was wasting his life in astrology otherwise how was it possible on such a hot afternoon in such a small dirty village a chakravarti a ruler of the whole world would come and walk barefoot on the burning hot sand he became very curious he started following the footprints and soon he came near a huge banyan tree and beneath that tree he could see gautam buddha engrossed in deep meditation the astrologer was taken aback he was an intelligent being he quickly recognized that the footprints were of buddha stepping closer to buddha he bowed before the master and said i am sorry to disturb you but i am surprised to see that your footprints clearly signify that you should be a chakravarti a world ruler what are you doing here sitting under this tree either all my astrology books are wrong or i am hallucinating and you are not really there buddha said your books are absolutely right but there is something which belongs to no category not even to the category of a chakravarti i am but i am nobody in particular the astrologer said you are puzzling me more how can you be without being anybody in particular you must be a god who has come to visit the earth i can see it in your eyes buddha said i am not a god the astrologer said then you must be a gandharva a celestial musician buddha said no 
I am not a Gandharva either. And the astrologer went on asking, Then are you a king in disguise? Who are you? You can't be an animal, you can't be a tree, you can't be a rock. Who exactly are you? And the answer that Buddha gave is of immense importance to understand. He said, I am just a Buddha. I am just awareness and nothing else. I don't belong to any category. Every category is an identification and I don't have any identity. How deep are the words of Buddha? He says, I am just awareness and nothing else. It is said that this wonderful meeting with the Buddha transformed the astrologer inside out and he dropped all his knowledge and became a monk and it is said that when Buddha died, when Buddha left his body, he was the only one who cried the most. Awareness comes only through the doors of Ketu. Ketu is detachment and unless you start living in detachment, there is absolutely no possibility of bringing awareness to your being. There is no possibility of experiencing the Buddha love, the Buddha happiness. Always remember, be grateful to all, those who have helped, to those who have hindered, to those who have been indifferent. Be grateful to all, because all together they are creating the context in which Buddhas are born, in which you can become a Buddha. A grateful heart is the most beautiful heart and God comes, the Guru comes seeking a man, seeking a woman who is grateful. A person who is not demanding but loving by nature. Love never demands, ego demands but love never. Love is happy when it is able to give, to share and ego is happy when it is able to take something. My answers and my podcasts and my sharing is for those selective individuals who are not demanding but loving and has a certain depth of understanding. Understanding cannot be studied, nobody can teach it to you. You have to be a light unto yourself. You have to seek and search within your own being. You will have to learn how to dive within yourself, not in the scriptures, but within your own existence. You can always turn the tables around. You can always change your life. You can always raise the quality of your life. Everything is possible only when you start changing yourself. The Sufi saint Rumi says, Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Change yourself and to change yourself, you have to let change happen within you. And you can let change happen within you only when you surrender. When you start living your life by surrendering yourself to the Almighty Lord, to the Divine Compassionate Master.
Surrendering to a master is not really surrendering to a master. It is just taking the help of a master so that you can surrender to yourself. The master is just a mirror. He reflects you. Meditate every day and remember that the journey begins with desires that is rahu but liberation moksha is possible only when the journey progresses towards the state of desirelessness which is ketu love to all my listeners and i humbly prostrate before the wonderful nakshatra swati the real pearl